You can't let the negative situation define you. And nobody is ever going to define you by whatever that negative situation. Maybe you did wrong. It shouldn't define you right. as that is your existence and will forever be remembered as no, that's not it. Hello, and welcome to the Conspiracy of Goodness podcast, where every week you'll hear conversations with experts who are knee deep in making the world a better place for us all. These people are tackling some of the world's most difficult problems, and still they think the future is bright for us all. We need to know what they know. We need to see their picture of what the world could be because this is what gets them up every morning with a spring in their step. And I know most of us want that same kind of insight. I'm Dr. Linda Ulrich, founder of Ever Widening Circles. Since 2014, we've been writing articles about all the insight and innovation going uncelebrated in the world. And along the way, I've been talking to thought leaders who are out there in vast numbers that we're just not hearing about. There is an enormous wave of goodness and progress well underway in the world that almost no one knows about. But you're going to learn about it here. You can connect to it over at everwideningcircles.com. Now, today on the podcast, I'm going to interview an awesome man (laughs) 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 that I met a a few years ago serendipitously, and I've kept an eye on this project all the way along. Welcome, Bert Pope. Bert is an innovator in so many ways, and he is going to share with us so many insights that we can take into our own daily lives. I can't wait to get started. He's a serial entrepreneur. He's a patent holder. He's a real estate guy for 30 years, a father, and now a startup founder of the awesome company. This is the way the world should work. (laughs) Bert's ideas are opening a whole new chapter, part of what I'm calling the the gratitude economy. So we'll talk about that more in a little while. But Bert, I know your byline for the awesome company is that you're harnessing the power of technology to advance humanity. Right on. (sighs) Yeah, We need this. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. I feel blessed to be uh, a part of uh, your podcast. And and uh, just with that introduction, it makes me juice to, to keep going, you know? Well, do. I mean, we need to know what you know. You you get up out of bed every morning and charge forward. And during the pandemic, I'm sure doing against some pretty stiff odds with a company right called The Awesome Company. So share with us more your story, because I think your story is important. I am looking at a world around me where so many people are looking for purpose and meaning in their life. Right on. I'll share my backstory because it's very different, but I have four kids that I'm raising. My wife passed away. She died in an automobile wreck. Uh, She was texting while driving. Mm -hmm. And when she died a few years ago, my kids were... 10, 8, 6, and 4. And so I was left to navigate that with these kids. And what brought about, you know, I'm a real estate guy is my background, my backdrop. I've always had a hankering for being uh, entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial in that realm. But the thing that has struck me is the evolution of these digital devices that have impacted our kids here throughout all their different aspects of life. And so it's been really 
the question about how we can take those tools that are so ingrained and so being used by this generation and how can we harness that to make it a more powerful, positive place to enrich and to actually make it better and better for their lives and instead of uh, maybe taking away so much. So that's that's kind of been the premise. And this is what I've liked about you since the first day we met. I noticed that you were solution-oriented instead of problem-oriented. Yeah. Is this the way you are? Has circumstance taught you to be this way? Where, where, how do we make that shift from being focused on what we don't got? <laughs> you know, I, my, my father says I'm organized and I, I tell him, I said, dad, I'm, I'm not organized. I am. I'm aggressively lazy is what I term it. So in order to do this, my grandfather was also an inventor. And he said the definition of an inventor is a lazy man looking for an easy way to do something. So it starts with the question, you know, how can we better solve this? So in regard to me and and my uh, digital experience, which I knew nothing about, you know, writing code or doing apps or anything like that. It's far off from what my my thoughts were. So I had to jump in and uh, with uh, quite the ignorant, I'm still quite ignorant in many aspects in it, but I threw myself in there to try to find the best of the best to help me navigate how can we make it uh, easy for these kids to engage, have fun, be rewarded with positive, good content and and have that almost empowerment feeling inside to be able to to go forward? This is where my passion has led me. What the evolution from where I'm going with this is to try to one of the segues here that I'll share that I've not quite built yet. I'll, I'll go back and tell you what I've built now that we're launching out. The next thing that I want to build is, is called Clarence. <laughs> Clarence is the angel from it's a wonderful life. Okay, and you remember Clarence was uh, came along when George Bailey was not having a good time and he was about to commit suicide. So Clarence came and showed George Bailey what his life really how it impacted the world around him. And I want to create that in a digital experience for the youth to be able to see their full impact on society and really know how valuable they are as an individual on this planet. Because the youth are always, even through for college credit or whatever it is, through middle school and high school, they are put into these different circumstances to do community service projects or help raise, uh, you know, get cans for the food drive or all these different types of things. But it's not quantified. It's not digitally listed down. And then having that be a part of what they're doing 
but not only be able to see it listed, but geomap it to show the impact. And then let's take it to another degree to say, this is also something I can show as a link to my resume that now you corporate person can have as part of your corporate social responsibility, this person that has impacted the world so much and boom, that's where I'm headed with uh, what I'm creating. Okay. So, <laughs> this throwing that out there. Okay. All right. So, first of all, I need everybody to know that if you're listening to this broadcast and you don't know the movie, It's a Wonderful Life, it's a black and white that is timeless. Timeless. Yeah. Timeless. I, timeless. I could only hope to be the digital version of Frank Capra. Okay. All right. All right. So we're going to put a a link in the show notes to every single thing that Bert and I I mentioned, and that will definitely be down there. And for all the other two hours you could ever spend doing anything, this is, this is a movie that will help you reflect. If you're having the sense that you're, you're not doing what you're uniquely built to do or, or that life just doesn't seem like it, like, like it matters. You matter. <laughs> and I think, you know, Bert's on the right track. If he is teaching this gen, if he is, you know, is his purpose is to get the next generate the generation that will, that will probably have a lot of resolve in what we, what comes next in this world, the, the, the Gen Zers, this is, this is important to get them to understand how much they matter. Right on. Right yeah. On. I think that it, Bert and I had a small chat right before the interview and we talked about how much noise there is, how much yeah. negative noise is is preventing us from seeing the small wonders or seeing the small important moves that we can make. Talk to us a little bit about that, Bert. Yeah, I, I think it, it's almost like it's noise is always, I believe it's necessary for us to be able to evolve so we can make choices okay. on whether we're going to get sucked into that noise or not get sucked into that noise. And I'll go to a, a more pivotal time in my life where I call it monkey mind. Okay. Monkey mind to me is when you go to that negative place and I share this with my children. So I have no problem sharing it here. And that is that I had thoughts at one time of suicide. Okay. Now to whatever degree a person might have had that or does have that, there is what I call the monkey mind that will take hold and it'll start going, but what about this? What about that? It's how you overcome that those negative thoughts and that that monkey mind, as I call it, that takes you down the rabbit hole and tries to take you to a negative place on how you navigate that that brings you out of it. And and how I always got myself out of it going, hey, look, I'm safe. I'm healthy. I'm okay. Everybody around me, you know. And you just have to take stock in just the where I'm at and what is happening around me. So that's part of that noise that goes on. But I believe that a lot of the noise out there tries to prey on our inherent empathy that we already have towards humanity. And it says, you know, those guys over there are trying to bully in or those guys over there are trying to do this to you. What do you think about that? And then it gets your blood pumping and you're just sitting there going, no, 
we can't have that. So put them up, buddy. You know, let's go at it. Let's do this. Let's do that. I'm going to fight this and I'm going to fight that. No, 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 no. You're going the wrong way, you know? And it's funny enough that whatever that guy's issue is on whatever they're talking about, that's getting it so angry and, and making you so angry. It's so fascinating how if you look at the core of it all, they all want the same thing. We all want the same thing. We all want utopia. We all want that good place, that Mr. Rogers neighborhood. You know, we all want that. It's just how do we feel about how we're going about getting there? And if we stop listening and we just say, uh-uh, the only way to get there is the way I'm thinking. Well, I think if we broaden our thoughts or accepting of, of other communication and other other ways and, and things, it's kind of like digital tools. There's a lot of folks who go social networking bad. No, uh, social networking is what you make of it. So the tools are not bad. It's just how they're being used and how they're being perpetuated to use. And I think that is where it really comes down to it is, and, and that's why I came up with the whole thought of harnessing the power of technology to advance humanity, because they can be used as the most beautiful tools to take us to the best places. Mm-hmm. And I'll share what we've created at Awesome that we've, we're just finishing up actually this week. And you know, I've been going at it for a long time. You've been with me on the ride. So, <laughs> What year did you start this? I, well, my let's see, it was around 2017-ish. Okay, yeah. Is right around when I started banging away on bands, trying to figure out what, what it was, how it was, and that's Bert, before you give us the big picture on awesome, you know, I know a lot of people are probably thinking what I'm thinking right now going, wait, (laughs) your wife dies, you have four kids and you think of changing the world. You think, okay, so how does that leap happen? I am not going to let my life go unused. You know, I have only one life to give and I know I can figure out a lot of things and I can't do everything, but I can do this. I can figure this out. And before, you know, I I finish up, I will have this figured out and it will be fun. It'll be celebratory. It'll be rewarding and it'll be gifting. And you're not going to only see it physically. You're going to be able to feel it mentally. That's what my goal is. Okay. I'm so glad we took that little detour because you were saying some things that without feeling feeling spooky here, I, I think could cut most of us to the chase. <laughs> like with the, the, the feelings that we have, I, I'm starting to see a lot of folks feeling that they don't matter, that they, that they want to matter, that they want to figure out what they're uniquely built to contribute and do it. I don't right. think it means we have to run off to an ashram. No, It's probably a state of mind that you're describing that any of us can have access to. Right, right. You know, the most powerful word I've found beside awesome is contentment. Mm. 
to be content in your passion, to be content in where you are right now. And sometimes that takes clearing some of that, that fog, that clutter away and just say, look, you know, I'm going to step away from that, or I'm going to do this, but the contentment and that feeling is what it's all about. And, you know, we all have the email we want to fire back to the people that were not nice to us or mean or whatever. And what I'm talking about is when you delete that, there's a contentment there because if you would have sent it, it would have, there's a heightened tingly negative thing that happens when you send that thing that now you're on your guard for ready for the retaliation, you know? So, but when you don't get sucked into that and don't get sucked into that conversation and you push delete on that negative email you were about to fire off to that jerk that just was mean to you. That's what I'm talking about. And we can do that. Yeah. That is, you know, I have talked to a lot of thought leaders on this podcast who are all about unfollowing the people that are building the chaos. It's a choice. It's built into these social networks. You, You don't have to follow that person or listen to that person. Having different points uh, and opinions is a powerful Mm -hmm. thing. You can't be all, you know, shouting the same thing or you won't get a good sense of it all. Case in point, I've got this guy that I grew up with and I went to high school with. We all know as his friends that he has a little bit too much on Thursday evenings. And some of the guys will go in there and poke at him a little bit. And he'll say some very off color things that would take other people not knowing him and go, whoa, that guy. But we know him. We grew up with him and we know that he's, you know, he's harmless and he's just had a few too many cocktails tonight because it's Thursday night, you know. So but to have those types of little fun little people in your life like that is what makes us a fun little gumbo of life, you know. And they challenge our way of thinking. You know, I I always like to say even in the most the strangest things that I come across strange ways of thinking to me, there's a kernel of truth there. And if you get curious with somebody's point of view, who seems to think totally different from you, you can always find some aha moments. At least I do, but you gotta, you gotta kind of think of it like you do. You gotta, you gotta consciously engage or consciously disengage. It's you, you can you can be open and consciously engage with people who think differently and probably have your opinion improved about 90% of the time. Yeah, right yeah. on. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So take us from the the 10,000 foot look of the awesome company, because a lot of people that listen to this podcast are, are business people there or they're folks that are thinking about a second climb. They're, they may be nine to fivers that are just going, I don't feel enough meaning. Or they could be recent grads that are saying, I don't want to work for the man and just do anything to make money. I want to have meaning. Tell us about how the awesome company is just another one of those incredible models that somebody might use to think anew about their own skills and passions. Absolutely. So I trademarked the word awesome. And uh, so Apple awarded me the single word awesome in the app store. So I have that in the app store and also in Google Play. 
So what we've done is we've created a fun video share, kind of like a little social network, so to speak, that shares videos. What we've done as our base is we have curated the top trending TikToks, their videos, and brought them into our social feed for all our users to be able to vote on the most awesome TikTok of the year. And the top 20 TikToks are going to be able to divide up. A vote actually is done with what we have is an in-house token called a kindness coin. And each vote is worth around five cents. The top 20 TikToks that are voted on are going to be able to divide up between those 20 to the children charities of choice, the money that's made from the voting of those videos. We take all the best G-rated TikToks that are trending. We want to celebrate those that are creating good, positive, kind content on uh, TikTok and celebrate them for being awesome and also celebrate them as being the most awesome. And in doing so, help reward those children charities that are doing so much good out in the world. And this is the basis of the the base of the platform. Where we go uh, also is you, social networking has missed two things, I think, and that is gamification, where the kids, a third of the apps in the app store are games. Social networking has had a little bit of a taste of gamification, and that is with the like button, okay? We've seen that. Well, we wanted to make it a little bit more where as you engage, you have a halo in awesome, where it evolves as you participate in what we've offered out as kindness challenges where the people can make uh, videos and you can participate and reward and give kindness coins kind of like a like but worth what five cents and they can evolve their halo to level up and at each level it has an explosion that takes you to the next level and you get points for participation and so forth so and then also when you press the the awesome button instead of a like we have an awesome button or if you give a kindness coin you hear a little bloop, 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 you know little yeah. fun sounds that kind of have a gamification quality to them the kindness coin is an animated gold kindness coin that actually is given and as people receive them it comes in a little present type thing it pops out and it's either you know, a digital emoji type kindness coin that's a laughing or awesome or a happy birthday. We have all kinds of different ones. But so I want you to flesh this out just a little bit more because sure. it, it, because you're you're going into some good details that I want people to understand concretely. So so the awesome company is built to probably amplify kindness at every turn. Yeah. Am I right that's on right. that? That's correct. Yes. And it's built to almost, well, maybe not almost, it's it's built to become like a community of people who reinforce each other's best impulses. Yeah. And sharing videos of those. And some people right. are more comfortable than others about sharing videos. So, so and, in that light, you are also curating the best TikToks. Yeah. 
that we maybe, and it's not for children. I, I understand that you're keeping it G-rated, but I mean, you're you're curating, curating things that can make us all feel like oh, the yeah. world isn't nearly as gloomy and doomy as we see in most of our online lives, right? And I'm seeing stuff. I mean, I've got stuff from Russia, from India, from China, and all of them are beautiful people doing beautiful content. I mean, it's fascinating stuff that that, you know, hot air balloons and air parachuters and and all kinds of different things. Okay, and then you add and so people can just engage with content like that or they can it's participatory. Yes. In this in this kindness coin thing. That's right. Before we really go down the rabbit hole on how that works, I just want to add also, you've added this component where people can support charities that are doing good. It's funny how it has evolved with this kindness coin thing. I never thought of it. I was always thinking it as a fun ability for you to reward somebody creating content. Mm -hmm. So we have it where when you to get kindness coins, you can get them for free by watching rewarded ads. Okay, or inviting friends. And as they come in, each person, you get a kindness coin as a a person signed, you know, uh, gets onto the app or you can purchase in bundles. Now, once you have those in your little wallet there, you can't spend them yourself. You can only give them out to others or to vote for the favorite TikTok. But once those others receive them, they're able to redeem for gift cards for groceries and shopping to all kinds of stores and delivery apps and all kinds of stuff that they can redeem them for, as well as with redeem it for cash through PayPal if they wish. So they're able to, in real reward, they're able to use those kindness coins. And so it's based upon how powerful a content they're doing or how much positive in their interaction that they're being to say, look, that's somebody I want to give. Now it doesn't really, it's five cents, but imagine a million likes, five cents. Wow. That could be pretty impactful. Make a difference. That could make a difference. Where it went was a teacher that is sharing a positive content, maybe cutting out and showing how do you make the perfect heart? You know, it's simple, but the kids can make a video of them cutting out, doing the perfect heart. Great video, great content. Hey, let's celebrate that teacher and help her with funding her classroom needs with kindness coins. Bam. Or we're doing a grocery, you know, a can drive. Grandma up in Canada can't really send cans down to her kid doing the can drive. But what she can do is send some kindness coins for the kid to go shopping and go buy some cans for the can drive. Lots of different things going on there. And it's kind of like my, where I'd love to see it is, you know, some kid, it's got more than he needs. And he sends one over to a kid that's starving in India or something that they can buy just a basics, just a basic something to eat. But that's a kid over here doing a kid forever there or vice versa. It's the simplest. It's only five cents. You get it for free and you can give it. And it just keeps that that ripple effect, that perpetuation, that rewarding, but also seeing it happen in real time and and how that goes on. That's what keeps me going. That's all it's about. 
Yep. That's all our lives are about. That's how we got here after hundreds of thousands of years of human evolution is by our kindnesses. Right. We didn't evolve to where we are now by our worst Im- by our worst impulses. It's our best impulses that brought us here. Yeah. And this is fundamentally what my purpose is, is to multiply, to amplify the best impulses in others. So I'm with you in getting very emotional about what's possible. And I know that's what gets you going. I know that same feeling and I know it's out there. I just know it. There is an enormous wave of goodness and progress happening in the world that no one knows about because of this noise level. Yeah. But that what you just said is the the fundamentals to why we're here is our being able to connect and impact the lives of others in a, in a beautiful way. And if we can multiply the for this generation that you're, that you're aiming at, if we can multiply that impulse, ah, <laughs> right. we got this. That's right. That's we got exactly this. exactly right. Yeah. Well, and they can take it on from, Hey, yes. look, I'm just some ignorant real estate guy that's banging away at trying to, you know, maybe somebody else has got, oh, you know what? He's on to something there, but he needed to take it and he needs to do it this way and and push it that way. Hey, brother, I'm all for it. That, That would be amazing. You know, this is what I hope for our listeners that are in the generations coming up is that they can hear the the heart that we have for this because of our many life experiences and, and it touch it connects with their heart and minds. And then they are the ones that elevate us all. You know, this is the thing. Projects like yours, Bert, lift all the boats in the harbor up. Right on. Yeah. Right? And we don't need everybody. You know, what are your thoughts about, let's do this. I think that we've got some really important miles to go here on this interview. Let me cut to a little promotion and then we'll come back and we'll talk some more. That sounds great. Okay. Have you been searching for more positivity for the good things going on in the world instead of the doom and gloom? We've got you covered. Every week, my team is scouring the web for insights and innovation going uncelebrated. So you don't have to. Not puppies in mailbox kind of stories, but real leaps that are just not rising to the top of our feeds. You can subscribe to a newsletter to stay updated on all the goodness and everything we find this week worth celebrating and have inspiring articles and podcast episodes like this one that give you one aha moment after another. Yes, there is such a thing as finding joy and wonder in your inbox. Go to Ever Widening Circles, that's ewc.co, and you will find a world you can celebrate again. It's time to get a spring in your step about all that's happening and all that is possible. Nice. So Bert, we're back. What do we do next? Like, what? Tell me about your journey and how it relates to what you're hoping the awesome company will add to people's journey. Because what what I see is that there's there's kind of a searching phase where where you know something's out there, some path that you should be on that you go in a search. And yeah. then there's the learning phase. And then there's the building phase and the community phase. So talk to us about how the awesome company can connect. I'm in the building phase uh, okay. for sure. And I have been there for a while, banging away, trying to figure it out. What is going to be the thing that connects that community. And so um, it 
it's really boiled down to, and it's not rocket science, and it is content is key. It's 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 what it's all about. Why come back? Why should I engage? Why am I going to enjoy it? Why do I go here? You know. So my daddy always said, he goes, "Garbage in, garbage out." Okay. So in the same philosophy, understanding that, how can we take this good, positive, enriching content that's already out there, but just bring it all into one place to have it like it's it's just like a breath of fresh air. It's all already existing a lot of places, but we're going to we're going to bring it all in so you can see all the beautiful people creating all the best of the best content and celebrate that and it is each video clip of these beautiful creators is a fun, uh, engaging video. So in that regard of, of the speed and efficiency that TikTok has brought to the understanding of, of uh, seeing and, and appreciating, we want to take that and, and show the best of that platform, but then also introduce the ability for people to create their own challenges, kindness challenges. Challenges are the most prevalent thing on social networking that has engaged us all. So they have been the most engaging. So I said, let's make kindness challenges. That's what you are have the ability to create. Now you can do any kind of fun challenges, you know, just challenges of friendship or challenges, but it doesn't have to, every single thing doesn't have to be a kindness challenge. It can be a, a challenge to say, do a, a do a backflip, do a backflip challenge. That's we got that on there. Uh, cupcakes for kindness. We make cupcakes and and make them and then give them to our neighbors and stuff. And uh, my daughter, the youngest, she did parking meter fairy, which is uh, where she dressed up as a fairy because anytime she can dress up, you know, it's awesome. And so she dressed up as a fairy. She went and put coins in the expire, expired parking meters up and down the street. Saving those people from a possible ticket. Now, we never met the people. We never, you know, wanted to say, look at us, we're doing good or anything like that. We just were having fun. And doing that, we don't know. Did we help somebody? Did we keep them from getting a ticket? We don't know. But we had fun doing it. And we hope we helped somebody along the way. So it's that type of fun stuff that it's it wasn't so much for them. We were doing it for them, but it it empowered us. We ran away giggling and having a good time, you know, because we were trying to make it a little bit more magical for somebody else. In the same way, we all uh, every now and again, you like buying for the people behind you in the line, like in the coffee. I love doing that. I love doing that. You don't meet those people. They don't know you, but you just made their day more magical. And how much fun is that? It's the best. And the people in the counter, they love doing it. I bought a lady uh, groceries behind me in, in the line. I said, would you mind if I buy your groceries? She wasn't buying that much, maybe 20 bucks worth of stuff. She goes, oh my gosh, I've always heard this happening to people. It's never happened to me before. And the cashier was like, oh, this is great. And the other cashier across the way, what's going on over there? The people behind her in the line, that was a true ripple effect that I was able to witness in real life. You don't really get it 
what's happening. And then when that lady left there that day, she didn't know my name. She just knew I was a crazy guy with a bow tie that was being nice at the time. But what was the story that she went home and told or later on? And and it's that kind of ripple effect that I think can uh, be impactful and do some good. So. We will never know the shores that our goodness lands on. Yeah. That's not the point, right? It's just to push out those waves. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's exactly right. That's the origin of the name uh, um, Ever Widening Circles for our our website and all the content we've created is that I, I have this notion that if all of us were more conscious about the fact that, you know, everything we do and say goes out in ever widening circles and can change generations over the scope of time, this you'll, you will never know what buying those groceries created as far as a ripple effect in that woman's life. And then maybe she did something for a child that cha- changed that child's life. You'll never know. But this is the power of goodness it, and evil for that matter. But goodness, I think, is somehow more powerful. I'm sorry. I, I just know that. There's no that doubt out. that it is. Uh, I, I believe the bad part of it exists to heighten our abilities. And I think that's where the challenges come in to understand that those are only obstacles. They're only obstacles for you to navigate. And as you navigate them, you become more powerful and you become the the ability to navigate those becomes easier. You know, I've told you that I've had bad thoughts, the worst thoughts that thank God I never acted on. And so, but from that, has come the evolution to be able to navigate that, to grow stronger, and I believe more powerful to be able to navigate that. One of my best friends growing up had a very difficult time here just recently where his mother-in-law, her, his father-in-law just had passed away, and uh, his mother-in-law was living by herself, and they live only a few hundred yards away in another home. And while he and his wife and son were eating dinner, a big explosion happened. And they went outside, and her home had exploded. They ran over there, and they found her. She was trapped in the rubble. And he and his son tried to get to her, and they could not. And she perished, and it haunted him. It was so difficult for him to not appreciate. And I was able to, because of my experience, I was able to help him say, look, it's not how you die. It's how you live. We all don't get to choose how we die, but we do somehow, way, shape, or form. And it's not ever pretty. But the one thing that you were there, you were there. And she knew you were there. She knew you were there when she passed away. So she was not alone. That's the most powerful thing to take away from that instance. And the fact that you're having these negative thoughts and what I call monkey mind to go suck you down the hole of negativity and all that stuff. He was so appreciated to understand and appreciate that that existed and it not be just something that's happening to you that you're alone with those negative thoughts and those bad thoughts. It's okay. Just know that they exist there. Bottle them up, see them and say, I see you, but I'm not going down that hole today. 
I'm not going there. I'm going in this other direction because when you look at it and know that you were there to be able to be there with her in her last moments, because this lady was a fabulous lady. Oh my gosh. She was a coveted person of of the Kentucky community there that she was well loved, but he had a hard time with that and, and going through that. But we all have those different monsters that we have to slay. It's just how we choose to deal with them and get sucked into them, you know? So you're reminding me of something I, I, I say to myself often, you know, and I remind people often when they're in despairing, you know, you have done hard things before. Almost no one lives a life of, of one jewel moment after another. Most of us have done hard things before. And if you're still here, you did it. Right. It's not to let those define you. No. You can't let the negative situation define you. Mm -hmm. And nobody is ever going to define you by whatever that negative situation. Maybe you did wrong. It shouldn't define you as that is your existence and will forever be remembered as no, that's not it. And it's it's that part of it that I think that you can harness for the greater good to understand, just forgive yourself first and then move on. It's, it's all good. There's so much good to be able to be benefited from out there in one way, shape or form. We're all trying to figure it out, you know? So it's very easy. You've just made me think of something new. (laughs) Well, let me see if I can get this out because you, you, Twit turns something on its head, maybe for us all. So a moment ago, you see me taking notes. I got me a little pen. I'm writing down think moments that I want to circle back to. You talked about how things can haunt us. Now I like that word. It's better than anything ever any word I've come across for the kind of things that always. It's that monkey mind. It's mm-hmm. those those things that easily the things that haunt us easily take us into that monkey mind. But what if we harness, what if we could harness the things that haunt us for the greater good? Yeah, I think to me, that kind of haunting is I equate it to workout and exercise is really because how do you build muscle? How do you really build up your strength? And that is by resistance, by pushing that weight and creating those muscles. And when you can take and understand that that monkey mind exists and that negativity exists and it's trying to push you in that direction, that doubt, am I going to be able to make payroll? Am I going to be able to make that payment? Am I going to be able to do this or do that? And all those different things will suck you down a hole that'll make you sit there and go, oh my gosh, oh, it's, it's not good. It's just when you can exercise that and understand it and know, hey, look, you're in a good place. You're in a safe place. The lights are on. The kids are okay. The food's in the pantry. You can eat tomorrow. These are the fundamental facts to come back to, to go, I can breathe. You know, there is a weight that happens in the real depression when you it's a suffocation. And I tell everybody, I said, you want to feel what it's like to be really, really depressed. Exhale with all your might. And that right before when you take a breath in, that's the weight that some people feel in the depression. When you 
like, don't think that you can suck in oxygen when you're right there at that weight and it's hard to go to sleep and you're, you're sitting there with that weight on top of you. It's, it's hard to navigate that and to get away from that. But I always go breathe is just breathe. And then it'll, it'll go away, but then you're that much more powerful. You're that much more stronger and you can navigate another day. That's been a while back, by the way, (laughs) it doesn't happen to me hardly at much anymore. So I can say with that, with great effect, once you acknowledge those places and once you have harnessed that you get to be more uh, stronger and it is there, I believe, to be used and appreciated and not define you or let it take you down the rabbit hole because you're in charge 100%. There is no, there's no question about who is in charge and you can take control of that. Oh, <laughs> this is so important. Okay. And it reminds me of another thing that I bet you have some interesting things to talk about. You know, how about this being truly present? Mm. Because that is that was what I was thinking through those last few sentences that you were saying about we have a choice. We can we can take a breath and then we can because I'm sure you needed to be truly present for those four kids. Yeah. No matter what the aspirations are for this every day, you still have to be truly present. Right. Yeah, for sure. It is uh, the most powerful word, I think, is contentment, you know, to be content in your in yourself. And where I get great contentment is when I'm able to uh, produce and and we all eat breakfast at 730 in the morning. That's our, our, uh, when we circle together and where we have breakfast, I get great satisfaction and contentment from setting the table, from getting it prepared, from making the pancakes. And maybe they appreciate them, maybe they don't, you know? But hell, you know, I like it and I'm enjoying the Dickens out of it. And then they have everything, you know, that they need in their backpacks. They have all what they need to go off for the day. Some of them want lunch. Some of them don't want lunch. Bada bing, bada boom. They're out the door and I'm like, all right, another day, success. And I feel good about that. And that's where I think it's all about that feeling when you get uh, uh, that done and then they march out the door and they're all good. I have, it's, you know, I I hug each one when I wake them up in the morning and tell them I love them. That's my goal. I say it every morning and then I do it every morning. That's one of those things that that gives me contentment. So this is part of, I think, this coming evolution that we're many, many of us are in. Your interview today will resonate with a lot of people who come from a place of all kinds of of challenges. And I love this notion of getting centered about what you do have. You know, this is a real important place to start every day. I've got a roof over my head. I know where my next meal is coming from. And, you know, tell us, I think that people are going to want to connect with the awesome company. (laughs) It's not for kids, right? Let's establish that. It's the awesome company, the way I understand it is, is not for kids the way Disney's not only for kids, right? Right. That's right. That's right. 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 (laughs) Well, we, we adults have a hell of a lot of fun there. That's right. That's That's right. right. 
Yeah. So I can see the awesome company expanding all over the place. I bet you, well, you tell me, I, I, I think you probably need users because it's it sounds like a service that is going to be built by participation, right? It, it is. We would love, we will be self-sufficient when we get to 20,000 users. And right now we've had 3,000 downloads so far, hopefully, uh, you know, growing more uh, soon. And really what I could use is if you've got a great idea for a kindness challenge, if you would produce it on awesome and then reshare it as uh, the ability uh, shows you to deep link it, that way it'll bring other folks back to engage in your kindness challenge, to uh, participate in that, whether it's a fundraising kindness challenge or not a fundraising kindness challenge, whatever it is for fun, if you could create it on awesome, which you can go to the website awesome.one awesome.one and you can get the download links there or just frankly just google it i mean just go into the app store and look for the single word awesome so in in google play you have to go awesome company and it shows up more than uh, the other but the, if, if you download it You'll go right into it. You'll be able to look at it before you have to sign up or anything like that. So you'll be able to see it, enjoy it, see what it's all about. And then if you want to participate, create a kindness challenge and share it out. Oh my gosh. And there's so much more about these kindness coins that you're going to learn. That is very, very cool. I want to go there so bad, but we're going to have to wrap up. And I don't want to forget to ask you. Okay. I've asked many guests on this podcast, you know, if there was one thing that could happen and then you would be off, your impact would just skyrocket. I've asked that question to many, many thought leaders and many of them have had what they needed come their way because of the expanded listenership of this podcast. So if there's one thing that that if just happened, Uh. oh, we could get you over the hump and you could make a giant impact in the world. What would it be? What do you my, need? My turning point is 20,000 users. So you uh, need if I, users. If, if I have that users, I'm self-sustainable mm-hmm. and I'm able to grow to a degree of uh, sky's the limit. I mean, so it's at that is, is where we're at with it. And yeah, so that's it. And I just want to make a point that the sky's the limit for your ability to bring joy, less fear, more joy to our entire world. Right on. Yeah, absolutely. To, to help seed and feed those uh, positive, good, kind content to be able to have fun and reward each other, you know, and have that ability to touch upon each other. And, and uh, whether it be you're right uh, in the same neighborhood or thousands of miles away, you can have the world is getting smaller, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, Bert, share with us your vision of a world that that could be if you had if you had now think about what the world there's seven billion people in the world more way 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 more than seven billion now, and yeah. I think the last time I heard there's close to four billion people using the internet. This sounds like a, an impact and a it's it's a global possibility here because there's nothing North American centric about what you're doing. This right. is. These are impulses, good impulses that we all have as human beings. What does the future look like where almost everyone who uses the internet knows what the awesome company looks Mm, like? What does that that, look like? I believe that that will be able to encompass your positive digital footprint in the world. 
And to me, that is your participation in giving and your participation in helping charities or your church or your school or whatever those are, but you to have contentment to look upon your profile to say, you know, I've done some really cool stuff and I'm really proud of myself. And to have that pride in yourself is an empowering, good feeling that will create its own ripple effect just in your own contentment of what you produce for the world. Okay. Yeah. Because we haven't even, I don't think we've touched on that very well. There's a dashboard along with the awesomecompany.com app, right? That, that you can track the impact you've had. Yes. Now that clearance is another evolution to where I want to take awesome. Once you get to 20,000, then you can afford to build it. Yes, I have as my goal. (laughs) It's not 20,000 where I get to, but it's 100,000 users. And then I'm going to start building Clarence. Okay. And I'm going to be able to actually aggregate the participation you have on all these beautiful little community service projects and things like that to bring them in and to house them in an area and then also geo target and show you your impact on in real time on the world. Okay. (laughs) We got to get there. Come on, everybody. Right on. (laughs) Let's Let's help Bert. And oh, thank you so much. So Anything that Bert and I mentioned, and even some things that I I wasn't able to mention because I wanted to totally keep the floor for Bert, I'll put in the show notes because this will be an ever-widening circles article on a Wednesday, maybe a month or so from now. So Bert, thank you so much. You've made my day. My face hurts from smiling too much. Thank you. Thank you. I tell you, I I have to share with people that I didn't always look like this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not kidding. So my face has been kind of shaped like a heart now because I smile so much from these podcast interviews. This is the impact of possibility on us all with with trying to be multipliers for each other's best impulses is that we can reshape the world and each other. So (laughs) thank you so much. You know, remember to check out the Conspiracy of Goodness Summit. Talk about smiles. (laughs) This is an event that will multiply what you think is possible in the world. That's October 10th. I'm at cogsummit.com. And as always, dive into the Everwidening Circles articles there. Um, you can visit Circles at ewc.co. Tried to shorten that name a bit. <laughs> and uh, we have an app as well that will feel like the antidote to the daily news in the palm of your hand. So I hope all these connections to goodness and progress carry you through your week and you start finding the joy and wonder we've been talking about. Thank you, Bert Pope. Thank you so much for having me. Okay. Have a great week, everybody. We'll talk to you soon.